the spooky time is upon us. Ooh, it sends a chill down the bone. All the ghouls and goblins are out. Where the, do they go every year? Uh, Vincent Price's house. Okay. They just... Yeah, they, they work. He's got like a... <clears throat> he's got like a emu farm. And they oh. all... In the off season, they all go to work at Vincent Price's emu farm. Take care of those eggs, mummy. It's kind of a bummer that they all, they all have to take vacation at the same time. They just cl- close the whole emu farm down. They're like, we'll just deal with all this emu shit in a month's time. Yeah, it really piles up there. They just leave them enough food to last a month, enough big bird seed. Yeah. Just... Well, Vincent is there. The ghost of Vincent Price. He's tending to it. But he, he can't move things. He can just scare the emus and then hope that they run in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Try to try to keep those emus honest. <laughs> the emus are famously dishonest. Yeah. They're always up to tricks. When I when I used to work uh at, at a grocery store, when everybody count their till at the end of the night, somebody come up short, they'd be like, I swear, I don't know. I was like, let me ask you something. Did an emu come through here and ask for change for a 20? <laughs> Give you some fast talk. You don't know what was what by the end of it. He had you giving him back $20 plus another 20. It's a classic emu trick. But other than that, Have you heard anything uh, about what the movie monsters are doing this year? All the ghouls? Well, I, I think that they always have a, a really big blowout party. From- they are famous for their party. Sometimes, like if you're a really cool non-ghoul, you can get an invite. I know uh, Abbott and Costello were a fixture for years. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what one does in this modern day and age to get that invite, I don't know. I've been trying for years now. Just, it's very, very difficult to get onto the onto the uh, guest list for the Monster Mash if you are not, in fact, a monster. I'm trying to think of some notable uh, Eileen Wernos, of course. Mm-hmm. The Elephant Man. He was not pleased about that. Do you think he thought he'd be getting invited to like a like a zoo themed Halloween party and not like a monster themed one? <laughs> He's equally upset when he gets invited to the zoo and they're like, oh, you come in this entrance. <laughs> this, this is where we unload the elephants. Do you think that uh, the the film Dumbo would have the same uh, emotional heft to it if uh, it had been a mistaken identity sort of story where uh, the, the, the littlest elephant isn't the littlest because he's a baby, but because he's a, a, a man with elephantitis? Yeah. I, to be honest, are you kidding me? Even more. The gravitas. Mm-hmm. 
he's just a he's just a little deformed boy. Yeah. And they're ladies and gentlemen, the incredible flying <laughs> elephant. He's like, please, I invented a jetpack. Why won't you respect me as a human scientist? Look at him go, folks. <laughs> Do you think that uh that uh his mother would still uh love him like an elephant? Like that oh. uh, people loved that uh shape of water recently, like you, you could have a similar sort of sort of interspecies. Oh, so his his mother is an elephant, like yeah, an adopted yeah, yeah, yeah. mother. Because I uh, was imagining a human, know, a normal human mother. There's no that's elephant even harder fucking to in that movie. There's just like a stork that that drops him off, and he makes a mistake too. Oh, I think yeah. he mess the stork. Wait, does the stork mess up in Dumbo? Or is, are you thinking of the? There's like a Looney Tunes where the stork is drunk and he gives a baby. Like the wrong baby. I think maybe it's a baby kangaroo to a mouse. And they're like, we, this is ours. We got to raise him as our own. But then he's like, gets really big and beats the shit out of Sylvester. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think that uh, I, I think that it happened in both of those things? And I'm wondering now if uh, that how many people were getting the wrong babies <laughs> that, they, that they, they had to. This was a this is a classic thing that everybody talked about. They're like, as you know, storks are famously drunk all the time, <laughs> and um, that's why your brother has red hair. You see, mm-hmm. oh, science has taught us many things that were mysteries in the olden times. We now know that if if a woman is barren, it's because she spit on a witch. <laughs> But wait, so the the stork, the, what what exactly was the stork's mistake with Dumbo then? I, I think that he, like was, he was supposed, supposed to, to go to a different elephant. It was a family of elephants with fucked up giant I'm ears. I'm trying to remember. Like, I remember Dumbo's mom at the beginning crying because, like, she never gets a baby dropped off. So maybe, maybe it wasn't a mistake. God, it, they're gods in heaven with the cabbage patch. And he's like, hey, stork. <laughs> This one, this one came out weird. Take it to the dump. <laughs> the stork was like, "Oh, oh shit! I was, I wasn't supposed to drop that one off with a, with a parent. That one was supposed to go to the child, <laughs> the unborn baby incinerators." Yeah. And and I, I'll be honest, we'll never figure out what the truth is because we're we're never gonna get around to watching Dumbo. No. I still haven't finished Battlestar Galactica. The original or the uh, remake? Either one. Oh, wow. You're way behind. I started to watch the uh, re- the remake, and then I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. I think I need to watch the original. And I started to watch the original, and then I was like, holy fuck. There is a giant spider crawling <laughs> up the wall right next to me. Well, tis the season. Ah, he's here for the monster match. Yeah, yeah. You you have to be nice to him. Uh, you know what happens like, when you spit on a witch? Do you know what happens when you, you know, 
break a spider's web or uh, refuse him fun size Snicker, Snickers bars? He is really just hanging out here. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to be watching him out of the corner of my eye for the rest of the night. Eey. Well, he's going to be watching you with uh, one of his several ah, eyes. Ah, 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 <laughs> ah. Oh, he's moving. Yeah. Oh, he's he's crawling behind a box. Oh, yeah. That I'll never touch that box again. You should you he's should a... try to say some nice things about him, and maybe maybe he'll uh, write a nice message about you in his web. Ah, uh, he is. He's one big fucking spider. Oh my god. He's like uh He's like that scary spider from Five Goes West. <laughs> Harry. Alright, well do you have an idea for a podcast? I, I do. This one is called uh Record Setting Podcast. Okay. And I, I, w- I would imagine that I, I think that there's probably some entry in the Guinness Book of World Records for probably most downloaded podcast. But mm. there are a lot of other things that I don't think have been uh, codified yet as uh, podcast records. And I think that there are many things that we could do. Like we could we could go the who route and try to have the loudest podcast. Um, Ooh. We, we could possibly have the longest podcast, which I'd imagine somebody has a very long one that we would have to beat and probably be like a few days. That's probably not going to happen right off the bat. Hang on. But... I'm going to make my move on this spider. He's getting out in the open. I think I can get him. Stand okay. by. All right. I, I also think maybe we could. Well, I'm going to wait. Sorry about that. I have only succeeded in pissing him off. Oh. (laughs) Well, I was just about to suggest maybe uh, we could have the podcast where we uh, kill the most spiders. Spider Watch 2021. I I will. We will keep updating you as (laughs) as the the, uh, events unfold. Oh, now, hang on. I'm getting a text from Laura upstairs. What just happened? <laughs> All right. I have admitted to my wife uh, just exactly how how embarrassed she should be of me. I have... I have not even succeeded in protecting her from the spider. And now the the spider knows that you mean him harm. And so Yeah, now he's sworn he's sworn a blood oath against me. I'm in trouble. All right, I'm going to try and put this out of my mind and talk about this uh setting a record. Yes. So does the record have to be podcast related? Well, I, I, I guess it could be a podcast about setting some other record, but I, we I, I was de- just thinking that, that that might be an easy way to rack up several records is that uh, podcasts are fairly or not very well represented in, in, in the record books. 
Yeah. You, you know, I'm, it's funny. There's a lot of records that they just like don't put in the book, too. I'd like to get a, a like Guinness Book of Records After Dark. Because you know that they have that information. They have like, you know, biggest, biggest boobs. And they're just keeping it from us. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Not only do they have just biggest middle school library, they'll have like a biggest, uh, they would have measured the boobs themselves and they they would have the person who is by percentage most boob in the world. Oh, yeah. Biggest boobs on smallest Mm -hmm. lady. Yep. And then you got like your biggest areolas. Your longest Long, nipples. Longest boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just got, you go to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in mm-hmm. Gatlinburg and, and the, you can stand next to a, a big cutout of Robert Wadlow and then Booberella, the mm-hmm. <laughs> lady with the biggest boobs. I wonder if they have any that are like value judgments. Like, uh, could they have the world's smelliest penis? And they're like, how do you quantify that? And then they just say, like, smell this. <laughs> they, have, they have a little a little vial, like, smelling salts. They just open it up and wave it and on the tour at the museum. Oh, oh. <laughs> There's plenty of things that I've, like, I've seen in like old newspaper clippings where someone set a record, but then if you look it up on the Guinness website, it's like not there anymore. Like they just like scrub them every so often. Sometimes I think it's for obvious reasons, like the guy who smoked 159 cigarettes at once (laughs) just has them like packed into his mouth, super tight, you know. Now, did he smoke them or just fit them all into his mouth? He fit them all into his mouth and then lit them with a blowtorch and then smoked them. And he has a little fan going next to his head to keep the smoke from uh, blowing into his face and uh, causing him to vomit or uh, cough all the cigarettes out, I guess. Oof. That sounds that sounds like it would maybe kill you. <laughs> I, I hope he... He said he's not a smoker. I saw I read this interview with him. He's not a smoker and he said he does it to try and show kids how smoking isn't cool. <laughs> Mission accomplished. So far no sign of the spider. I I hit but he he was too quick. His spidey sense tingled and he dropped from the wall down behind a cardboard box. And he is somewhere behind that box, plotting his attack. What if we did world's quietest podcast? Instead of loudest. Because we don't have control over how loud people turn up. Mm-hmm. But we could we could make the podcast so quiet that it's barely audible. Now, there there would have to be like a... Anyone who has, in in a very avant-garde sort of way, released an hour of complete silence, that can't count, right? Ah, yes. It would have to be the quietest podcast that actually does contain audible sound. Okay, I got an idea. 
we could get the record for the loudest podcast, but we'll have to do it by a, a, a bit of, uh, what do you call it? Subterfuge. What we'll do is we'll set out to make the quietest podcast in history, right? Mm-hmm. And it keeps getting quieter and quieter and quieter. It just gets so quiet you can barely hear it. And then the people are like, God damn it, I can't hear what they're saying. They keep turning it up and turning up their stereos. Mm-hmm. And then once we've got it so quiet that it's just barely audible. Then... <laughs> yeah, it blows everybody's eardrums out. We call Guinness. We're like, listen, just ask, ask all the people in the hospital whose ears are bleeding. We did it. We set the record. There was a 65 car pileup on the I-95. Just people who were listening to our world's quietest podcast when we hit them with the world's loudest podcast. Do you think we should uh, do it like the Who would? Like how Keith Moon had his upside down drum kit? Like, do you think that we could have an upside down podcasting studio? Wait, what did the upside down drum kit do? I just the spectacle. Oh, it's like where the whole thing was on a platform and it spins around. No, it was like upside down on the ceiling. It started upside down. I think so. And he had to reach up and hit it. I I think it wasn't for the entire show, but I think I've seen strapped in upside down. Okay, I've seen like, yeah, drummers where they're playing and then like the whole drum riser starts to lift into the air and then spin around and stuff. For some reason, I thought that it was just like they put it up there as a prank on him, and he had to—he's jumping up and trying to hit the symbols. <laughs> Guys, come on! <laughs> no, I, I think it was more like he had like a evil Knievel helmet on and uh, a special uh, body harness that kept him up there, and he was like, mm. "I I can do this upside down." Do you believe? What it? if we? Here's a here's a what what about uh, most distance traveled while playing the drums? That's got to be not that much, I would imagine at this point. Now you like, said drums plural, like because uh, the march. You know uh, when when oh, armies used true. to march, they would have drummers to to keep They'd everybody on the boy. same. The little boy playing that little the little guy on the fiddle with a bandage over his head. Yep, and they just walk all over the place. Yeah, I bet that guy covered some serious ground. Well, I was going to just suggest that we uh, have a concert, and then at some point, um, we've got you strapped into the drums, and then at some point, uh a set of weather balloons uh, emerge from the drum riser and just carry you up into the stratosphere. (laughs) (laughs) The drumming gets fainter and fainter. Oh, (laughs) you're still drumming. (laughs) Okay. I got, I got an idea for a podcast. Okay. This one's called Impure Moods. Mm. You remember Pure Moods? I do. So this would be the opposite. This is Impure Moods. Okay. 
which I guess would just be us coming up with a compilation record. But it would be, have to be. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and throw my second one out there because it's so close to that. It's, <laughs> it's uh, who has time for the time life life? Oh, and it was gonna be time so- <laughs> time life music compilations. So. Yeah, so this is basically, we're coming up with a, hang on, let me write down, who has time for the time slash life, life. Yeah, basically the idea is we're making our own compilation, and we did do something very similar to this a long time ago. We we did a, now that's what I called music uh, episode, I think. It was called, now that's what we call Our Two Cents. Okay. Where we came up with a mix, uh, uh, like a playlist, and then we uh, we Venmoed Drake Two Cents along with the yeah, playlist. <laughs> I feel like we might have also talked about jock jams uh, quite a bit one time, but I don't yeah, think that was the whole episode. But this is something that's never, I, I don't believe, there's been some, I think there's some other stuff that's, uh, like, sexy in nature, isn't there? There was one of those compilation, compilation albums that was, like, getting in the mood, or something like that, wasn't there? They had, like, let's get it on, it was like a... I, that sounds familiar, and... I I have the list of all the time life ones, but those aren't the ones you're talking about. They there's a lot of AM gold and uh, classic love songs. Seventies, yeah. There there are there was a romancing the sixties and romancing the seventies. Romantically yours. Ooh, romantically yours. And then uh, if if that's not. The, the type of thing that you're looking for. There's raunchy blues. Ooh. That, see, that seems a bit like what I was thinking of. But I think the blues is... I mean, that's not... I I want this to be like a smooth jazz yeah. album, but all dirty smooth jazz. That, that that was the problem with pure moods is that not enough of the moods were dirty. Yeah, it's like, come on, like, <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a good like. There's there's like a good. There's a good vibe going there. You might be able to like things are heating up, you know. Ooh, let's t- turn up the fireplace and uh, yeah, but turn then down the pure lights. moods hit you over the head with. Both tubular bells and the X Files theme song. Yeah, it has chariots of fire, and Brian Eno's "Another Green World." It's actually a pretty good album. Yeah, it's it's a very strange collection, but yeah, tubular bells—you don't want that. You don't want that when you're making love in a in a Swiss chalet. An actual Swiss chalet, not the uh, not the chain of chicken restaurants. <laughs> Although, also, if I were making love in a <clears throat> Swiss chalet roast chicken restaurant, I wouldn't want tubular bells to start playing either. 
<laughs> it does set me. a mood. It is a very pure mood. <laughs> that is a, I, I'm the next one to die mood. <laughs> Maybe we could do a, a compilation that is uh, just jarring dissonance, like from one to the next. Okay. So you have like sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, and then the next is uh, uh like that nine inch nail song where he's like, I wanna fuck you like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> and then a kids bop song. Which one? Uh cover of Uptown Funk. Okay. I was gonna say, like, you could have dissonance within your your kids bop song, like Maybe it's the kids' bop version of that Nine Inch Nails song. Oh my God! How has kids' bop never tried, never tried to cash in on that? Like a funny kids' bop record of songs that the kids' bop kids shouldn't be singing. I mean, they're all kind of like that. Yeah, just but these ones are explicitly like this is not a song for a child to be singing. Even mm-hmm. Johnny Cash didn't want to steal this one. Yeah. It's got... John... Wait, Johnny Cash did, never did Closer, did he? No, no, he did uh, Hurt. But I, well, I'm saying yeah. like he cherry-picked that one. I yeah. see, yeah. I don't think everybody would have been uh, talking about how great it was if he'd done Closer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be. <laughs> wow, what a ballsy move. Whoa. Now, I like this. This is kind of a a hybrid of, of the two. Like, if we did uh, a list of songs for the Kids Bop Kids to sing that the Kids Bop Kids have no business singing, and we could have, like, uh, Big Balls by ACDC. Let's be honest. The kids would love that. The kids, listen, I've got kids. And they're constantly trying to say, you know, these nuts in your mouth to me at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Just, just a great, a great list of songs for the kids, Bob kids, that they shouldn't be singing, and people love it. Remember when uh, Pat Boone did that metal album? No, no, Pat Boone did a metal album. Uh, what, I, I believe. It? I remember him being uh, Ozzy's next door neighbor on the Osborne. So maybe, yeah, it was maybe called, that was the connection that that. It was called "In a Metal Mood." No more, Mister Nice Guy by Pat Boone. He sings. You got another thing coming. Smoke on the water. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. He covers Panama. enter sandman holy diver (laughs) (laughs) crazy train paradise city oh my god closes it out with stairway to heaven (laughs) yeah so basically just that but raunchier and with children yeah All right, I got I got another one here. Okay. This one's called How Does the Cave Work? How's the Cave Work? How does the cave How work? How does the cave work? You know that cave where the people are in it and they're watching the shadows? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
the... I've never been able to understand how that works. And I'd like to do a podcast where uh, I just try and figure it out. I know that there's like a guy in the cave, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's seen the shadows on the wall. Well, he's been chained, so he he's only seen shadows on the wall or or complete darkness. And then, but then everybody's like, "Look at this fucking idiot! He loves the shadows so much." <laughs> and we all just laugh at him. We're like, "He gets all his news from the shadows." That's his whole worldview. He just get he just believes anything that he hears on the yeah. shadows. The thing Shad- that I, Sh- I, I don't Shadow about- said horse paste could cure <laughs> my disease. <laughs> what, hey, what, I ain't seen no birth certificate in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't he have had to have seen a birth certificate in the shadows to know what a birth certificate was? There's <laughs> Maybe he saw a different birth certificate in the shadows. Like a lady was giving birth right outside of the cave with a big spotlight. And then the doctor was like, and here is the certificate that uh, proves that he was born in this country and isn't secretly uh, a Kenyan Muslim. I'm, I I think that this guy has a, a fairly solid worldview and understanding of how things work from only shadows. <laughs> he's just constantly getting tricked by reverse mortgages in the shadows. <laughs> now, I'm worried that you think that there was like an huh? overhead projector uh, showing documents to him on the cave wall. No, I don't think they had like it. It's like sh- it's like a shadow puppets, and he's like, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, <laughs> hello, I'm the shadow of Wilford Brimley. Uh, it, do you, you do you know that you can get your diabetes tested and supplies delivered to your cave? <laughs> he just he just believes everything he sees on those shadows. He he's a uh... yeah, and then. Whenever we all have to go to the cave for Thanksgiving, he won't turn the shadows off. He's talking about the shadows. We're out here talking about the real world. He's like, oh, the shadows. Oh. feel like there's more and more shadows moving into this neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining the value of my cave. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, now I'd just like to point out that uh, this uh, this caveman uh, has sired a family of his own <laughs> without ever having seen anything but these shadows. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's never thought to ask someone to unshackle him. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, then he's he just... would have to ask a question, and, and that's not something... <laughs> Well, yeah, his kids all go off to college and they come back. Is dad still in that cave? No, they're talking about they don't even believe in the shadows anymore. <laughs> they got sent to that liberal arts college. <laughs> Ironically, they would learn about... <laughs> yeah, 
go to their intro to philosophy class, and they're like, that's just like my dad. Shit, that's a picture of my dad. (laughs) You're famous, dad. (laughs) I I always thought you were just a really bad dad. But now that I know you're famous. (laughs) Yeah, no, I kind of respect him. So that's how does the cave work. Now let's go let's go to the hotline. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us. Give us your ideas. You can call the podcast hotline. That's 702-PODCASP, 702-763-2277. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available, so we got podcast instead. You can also always write to us at we don't have a podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're creepy, come to our houses and just yell at us. Anyways, this week we got one. This is actually, I believe, this is one that somehow got lost in all the hustle and bustle. This one is almost a year old. I I went back and checked and I couldn't find any record of us doing this one. So <clears throat> this is from Danny. Danny wrote, optometrist, optometrist prime. <laughs> Where the I, parenthesis, doctor, finally meets the Transformers. <laughs> so I think that this is also a play on the more than meets the eye, but now the I is an uh, optometrist, and he's meeting the Transformers. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, Optimus Prime is a semi-truck, and I'm pretty sure you could put a an optometrist's office in the back of a semi-truck, Ooh. and then you could just say, like, yeah, he's going to be real good, and he's not going to transform while you're in here getting your eyes checked. You can trust us. Oh, no, Megatron is but, here. No, yeah. optimist, optometrist. Don't just, do it. You just have some speakers up in the corner, and, and Optimus Prime will talk to the kids while they're getting their eye examined. Eye, eyes examined. And, uh, you know, you get the little puff of that, that liquid in there that dilates your eyes. Mm-mm, mm-hmm. You look at the, it can you be, look at the it thing. It can be a scary thing, but if you know that uh, you're inside of Optimus Prime's body, you're probably not going to be as scared about that. Now just keep looking at the hot air balloon. That's really good. You ever do the look at the hot air balloon? I don't know. No, what's that? It's a, just a machine where you put your eyes in it. And like It's like binoculars. And then there's a tiny picture of a hot air balloon on the horizon. And you just watch the hot air balloon. I don't know what it does. It, you just look at a hot air balloon. I, I think they're 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 trying to uh, keep your, your eyes uh, at a certain point so they can shoot more shit into them. They're giving you... They're giving you an eye disease so that you have to come back and ask for the cure. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get you hooked on mm-hmm. uh, eye drops. Mm, mm-hmm. That's how they make all their money is on the drops. Come in such a small little bottle. So easy to lose. I need new eye drops. <clears throat> uh, yeah, what else is there to say about Optometrist Prime? Uh, I, I guess he could just be a man-sized transformer. Yeah. 
that, just that a when, very when small... he transforms, he transforms into like one of those power wheels things for uh, yeah. like little tykes to ride around in. Yeah, he just he's <laughs> he's just a go kart. Just rolls in like, and then he comes in. Hey, hello, hey Tina, how was your weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I, I would, uh, you know, I've been uh, working on the weekends down at the bat and putt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this kid, uh, kid pissed his pants in me. It was his birthday, and uh, it was really awkward. Anyways, let's help some people's eyes. So that's optometrist. Probably. Yeah, I <sighs> I don't know enough about eyes to to talk about them. I know that I know uh, you got the cornea. You got a retina, a lens. I know stigmatism. There are rods and cones inside mm-hmm. of them, and those are special vision cells. Now, I believe that the eye is home to the world's smallest bone. Oh, I don't know about that. No? No? Oh. Where, it's where, in there like somewhere. Inside? <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> like inside the eye is the world's smallest bone? It's just floating around in there. <laughs> if, you're, if you're really you careful, you can sometimes you can catch a glimpse of it on a sunny day, just floating by in the back of your eye. <laughs> No, is it a just a, a like a classic uh, classic bone shape? Just very very small. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cartoon bone, like the pound puppies would eat. Okay, good, good. I was hoping it wasn't like a wishbone. It just, <laughs> yeah, it's just like a classic. It's your classic bone with the little knobs on both ends, and it just it, sometimes it'll float up. I was watching 2001 A Space Odyssey at the very beginning. I was like, oh, the bone's back. But then I was like, wait a minute, it's on the screen this time. (laughs) Optometrist Prime. All right, let's go to the Podtron. I think I think we've done as much as we can without Thomas Prime. I'm beginning to understand why we never did this one before. All right, folks, the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we put together. It takes the list of top podcasts and it analyzes them and then creates a list of new podcast ideas that uh, that we can use to try and get something that would also be on the charts. This week we got, uh, well, <clears throat> what do you got? Let's hear it. Uh, this one is, So You Want to Be Presents? <laughs> and so you wanna be is this presence presence like like santa brings yeah like santa brings and i, I think this is a you know a, a podcast where we would uh wrap ourselves in the podcasting studio in a very big box to be unwrapped by uh someone in the audience is a is a grand surprise Now, now this is a thing that they do from time to time. You see these viral videos 
but it's usually a troop of some sort who's who's present. It's a kind of a oh look, I'm home for Christmas, and I'm surprised. I'm surprising you. Yeah, well, I think uh, my family is going to be just as surprised to see me at Christmas as any troop. Mm-hmm. Because we're estranged. Mm, just. Oh, look, there's Andrew. It's just your shadow on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there he is. That would be the best part of your dad being the guy from the cave. Yeah. Is that uh, you just have to stand outside the cave. Yeah. And just kind of throw your shadow up on the wall there. And uh, the, the, the fact that like a, uh, you know, Stork was really bad at his job and dropped you off with the wrong family cave dad just never gonna know flapping your giant ears yeah. on the wall he's not gonna say like it's not my son it's the, the, the goddamn elephant man you <laughs> you're just holding two big watermelons oh it's boobarella <laughs> from the from the, <laughs> the Guinness book of records <laughs> I got my Christmas wish she came to visit. He has a he has a shadow edition of the Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records. It's just all pictures of shadows. But he's he can't look at it. <laughs> he can only look at shadows. <laughs> Are you saying like he it, it's being broadcast to him in shadow form? <laughs> I was just picturing like there's words, but then all the pictures, it's just like a shadow of a guy <laughs> of a guy like breaking through 12 cinder blocks with his arm. But I guess I don't I truly do not understand how the cave works. This is why I brought it up. It, uh, because in, in I think the mind, problem is that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to begin with. It's like I keep searching for some sort of deeper meaning, but I always get like lost in the sauce when someone gets to the end of it. And then I've just, I wasn't paying attention to what the point of it all is supposed to be. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> just that guy like sh shackled in a cave, just like, <laughs> just enjoying the show. It's confusing to me. So you want to be presents. You ever seen the one where the troop comes home and it's like, he's not surprising like a wife or children. It's just a dog. They like brought the dog out to like a gymnasium and then he's like, hey, the dog runs up. It's like the dog would do that anyway. I'm gone for 15 minutes. The dog goes crazy. Yeah. If I'm gone for more than a day, the dog barks and growls at me like he's <laughs> forgotten who I am. <laughs> That's the ones they don't show you. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the dog is is a safe uh safe present. It, it's it's good to be a present for a dog because you know they're always going to be excited. They don't want to show you the ones where uh the family unopens the refrigerator box that has been wrapped and are very disappointed that it doesn't contain a refrigerator. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing our refrigerator broke. This is going to be this is exactly what we needed. Oh, great. It's dad back from the war. So you want to be presents, huh? 
how you you better start keeping my you milk are, cold. So, you are you are not presents. Nobody asks for you. <laughs> I, I know presents, sir, and you are no presents. All right, I got I got one here from the Podtron. Okay. This is called Soft Voices for Justice. <laughs> <laughs> and this could also be kind of like the like uh the quietest podcast because it is a, it's very, you know, it'd be like I think just like a really timid kind of Oh, I, I really don't think that that's right, but uh I I I, I need to raise my voice. I I, I just I wish people would treat each other well. But if if they can't, that's uh, you know these sorts of things. You know. I just I there's a, a 2019 study states that police killings are a leading cause of death for men aged 25 to 29 at 1.8. Per hundred thousand, and, uh, and I just gotta say, not cool, guys. Cut it out, okay? Not cool. It's it's it's, it's really time that you uh, try to um, not not be so violent and just. Do you have to do you have to use such loud weapons? Yeah, could we get like What if you guys just got like a bow and arrow or something? Huh? Like maybe some of those foam bats that they use for um like therapy and just Hey, hey Mr. Drug Dealer. And then you'll bonk him with a foam bat. He'll get the message. Hey, Mr. Violent Mobster. How about I frown at you? (laughs) Also, I got a thing or two to say. To Bill Cosby. Cut it out, you stinker. <laughs> that 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 just made me think about uh Dave Coulier telling Bill Cosby off. Because Sorry. Uncle Joey always says, Cut it out. Cut oh, it yeah. out. Hey. Also, Dave Coulier, hey, maybe we'll taste your own medicine on that one. (laughs) Soft voices for justice. What else you got? Um, This one is called uh, Stores Podcast. I don't know what was up with the Podtron when it came up with that one, because it's, you know, a little blander than what he normally deals in. 
But I guess this is a podcast about uh, different stores. I think this actually has legs because you could do different kinds of stores, you know, Mm -hmm. similar to like a movie podcast. They might do an episode about French horror films. Yeah. In, In the same vein, every every episode we could be like. Today, we're going to talk about florists with a liquor license. Ooh, doesn't that sound interesting? Now, I'm, I'm guessing that they, they would do a whole lot of uh, gift baskets. You know, I don't know, but the sign at the end of my street says that the florist is applying for a liquor license. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I want to find out what they're doing in there. I'm just trying to think if there's a flower that you could uh, pour a shot of liquor into. Like maybe they're going to use the uh, leftover flowers as as their like in like in Willy Wonka when he's got the little is it like a little tulip and he mm-hmm. pops it off and it has some sort of drink in it. Yep. But maybe instead it's like a Jaeger bomb. Maybe it was a Jaeger bomb in Willy Wonka. It's just pinky up. Next time we hang out, let's order Jaeger bombs and then we'll drink them. <laughs> Can we get two Jaeger bombs in teacups with saucers, please? Just a little, a little plate of biscuits. No, I'm thinking about all the bars I've been in that have had jukeboxes and how none of them have had uh, the songs from Willy Wonka. On the jukebox. Mm. So I could pull that that trick and throw $10 worth of quarters in there and play the song over and over and over again. Would you play Pure Imagination or would you go for the the one where he starts screaming on that the boat would, ride? Yeah, yeah, the boat ride. <laughs> the boat ride song for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I would other... probably play uh, the Candyman can like one time in the middle somewhere, but <laughs> just hit him with the Candyman. What's another genre of store we could cover? Okay, um, hat store. Hat store. Are you a you hat don't store see... that that does like one type of hat? Like you only got cowboy hats, you only got baseball caps, or are you like a true? We make a, all a, the hat store. A real ass. Is it a milliner or milliner. a haberdasher? I, I think that they're both acceptable. Yeah. I think haberdashery is is just all men's finery, but a milliner is an actual like hat maker. Yeah, maybe haberdasher just sells the hats. <laughs> he gets them. He doesn't know where these are all coming from. A sweatshop somewhere. He's just a middleman. He's not a real. He's not a real hat 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 freak. Calling That's him a hat phony, huh? Phony. <laughs> yeah, I hate phonies. <laughs> we also another kind of store I would want to cover is the classic store that can't figure out what their thing is. Mm-hmm. This is a great one, and I think maybe this is what's happening to the florist shop. But yeah, when you go to a place and it's like a Oh, we sell Magic the Gathering cards and vapes. 
And you're like, well, I mean, I guess there is a guy, a very specific type of guy who is readily available to frequent this store. But I don't know. It seems like you could just pick one thing and do it really well. That that could also we could do an episode on uh, stores in a saturated market. At one point in time, I, I worked in a strip mall that had, I think, eight different store slots and we had two vape stores in the eight and then also a tobacco shop that sold vapes (laughs) and i i would have liked to have interviewed the people in those stores so like what what, what's it like knowing that you know you share a parking lot with three three (laughs) there's three vape shops three out of eight stores This one strip mall. Just it makes you want to like open your own vape shop just to like see if you can put them all out of business, you know? Just (laughs) open a bakery but also sell vapes. You're like, we have fresh bread and vape. You bite into to your jelly donut and you find out that it just has jelly flavored vapor inside of it <laughs> it's just yeah you bite in just a cloud of vapor escapes from your from your baguette oh no now i'm addicted and, and then we're in the back like <laughs> that was our plan all along we've got the kids hooked yeah maybe you'd like to bread. buy this hat with a with a a vape built into it Ooh, do you think you could probably absorb nicotine through your... Well, yeah, of course you can. They got the patch. But what if we made a hat that just bathed your scalp in nicotine vapor? <laughs> just a stovepipe hat, but there's literally just a plume of smoke coming out of the top of the stovepipe. <laughs> oh, what this? This is my vape hat. Yeah. Can't hurt my lungs at all. It's all going through my skull. Mm-hmm. Do you have to get a shunt put in to wear that hat? No, it just it just seeps in. It just seeps in through the skin like the patch. But it's just like a it's just bathing the top of your head in vapor. <laughs> you take your hat off, your hair's all like wilted like spinach. <laughs> it's just <laughs> completely ruined your head. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? Stop? I don't think so. We've loaded that with nicotine. All right, I got I got one more here. Okay. This is a this is a, a Podtron idea called Charles Dung. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe uh maybe it's like a a retelling of Charlie Brown. Yeah, that that could work. Charles, it's a Victorian Charlie Brown. Did you see? Was there a spider sighting? Oh no! What? Did, <laughs> I thought maybe you saw it on the camera. No, no, I I saw you looking down at the ground, and I was like, oh. The spider's oh, just... making his move. 
No, I was looking down at my computer. Um, no, no spiders at the moment, as far as I could tell. I am keeping a 360 degree radius of attention, minus everything that I can't see beneath the table, which is probably where he is. I put my feet up on the other chair so he can't crawl up my pant leg, arachnophobia style. Charles Dung. Yeah. Which d- does work for Charlie Brown. Because uh, it's it, Brown, Dung. Yeah. Charles, Charlie. Chuck, Jazz. Chuck Poop. They're both things that got a lot of names. A lot of different ways to call it. Do you think that uh, all the other Peanuts characters would have like a, a slightly ruder version of their name? Yeah, so... uh Lucille. Lucy Van Pelt. Yeah. Is Pelt like a thing that they say for like uh vagina? I don't know. I don't, there there are beaver pelts. Like yeah. In the, in the, uh... I feel like maybe that's an old timey slang. I just. I always think of that scene in Porky's when they're spying on those ladies in the shower. Mm-hmm. And one of those perverts says, Ooh, so much wool you could knit a sweater. Oh. <laughs> I hate no, it. That, that, it that's, lives, that would be good for the sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pubic hair sweater store. Ooh. That probably is a thing. They got all kinds of crazy crap nowadays. So wiry, but, you but know when what it comes I heard to on sweaters, the... like some people like them wiry. You know what I heard on the shadows the other day? What's that? They're selling <laughs> period blood stores now. <laughs> they were talking all about it on the shadows. <laughs> they got they got a store out in New York City. What's just selling period blood and jars to witches? It was all on the shadows. <clears throat> it was on CNN, the Cave News Network. <laughs> What have we learned today, folks? Well, we've learned that Soft Voices for Justice and Charles Dung are funny when you say them out loud, but there's not <laughs> there's not much meat on those bones. <laughs> okay, here's what here's here's what we got on, on our roster this week. We have the record setting podcast, impure moods, slash who has time for the time life life. How does the cave work? Optometrist Prime, where the eye doctor finally meets the Transformers. So you want to be presents? Soft Voices for Justice, Stores Podcast, and Charles Dung. I I think that we should make a choice other than uh, Record Setting Podcast, but I think that Record Setting Podcast should be something that we try to do within whatever we choose. Should try to set some sort of record. Okay. But, uh, 
I like uh, impure moods. Uh, mm, <laughs> I think that, that I, I would maybe want to do the cave one as well. The cave. Listen, we've had a lot of fun with the cave. <laughs> I guess I, could... I I think I wouldn't want to explain how it works so much as just uh, live in the world where it works how you already think it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I really like Stores Podcast. Okay. All right, let's do Stores Podcast. But we'll maybe we'll throw a little bit of the cave in there and try and <laughs> set try a record. Setting a record. I, I'm just saying, if we can set a record, that's that's, that's free publicity. That's yeah. All right, so folks, if you want to hear Stores podcast, uh, <laughs> exclusively on the Cave News Network, where we may or may not be setting a world record. You can head over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. Sign up to support the show and you will get access to there. There will be there is a full hundred episodes in the vault there for you to listen to. We got a lot of a lot of good stuff over there. You can check it out. Just five dollars a month gets you access to all that. Plus a new episode every week. And of course, Go follow us on Instagram at WDHAPY. Leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your lover. Tell tell your spider. Ugh. All right. Good night. Bye-bye.